Hotel Podcast, a global conversation hosted by Alex Rezvan Vienet. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Retail Podcast. Again, um, just by coincidence, we're, I think, actually I didn't confirm whether or not we're going to Israel or New York, um, but we do have another international guest on, on the show today and someone who I was in the same room in the same um, in the same vicinity uh, during NRF, but we just never managed to, to record the interview. But I, I found that they were doing a super interesting um, uh, business, and I think it's one that we're just going to keep seeing more and more. So without any hesitation, let me bring Addy to the stream. Hey, Addy, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Very good. Thank you very much. I was just explaining that we were both in the same city, this probably the same room at the same time, just too busy to, to, to get together. For those who don't know, Addy is the co-founder, CEO of BuyWith. How would you describe uh, BuyWith, Addy? Yes, so we're doing live commerce. Uh, we have two main solutions. So one is the one-to-many solution. It means that we enable brands and retailers to host live sessions on top of their website with influencers, experts, celebrities, or their own employees, brands, uh, expert and the other solution that we recently launched is one-to-one solution that enables uh, brands and retailers to put an expert or a customer service or a sales associate that is doing one-to-one session with the end users on the website Okay. I mean, we've got, we've got an actual live stream that we're going to tap into in a minute, doing immensely well with your, with your growth business. And so uh, we're going to jump around a little bit, but I'm conscious as the stream's only going to be on for 45 or 25 minutes, if we can go to the stream and you can tell the audience what they're seeing, and then if it's okay, we'll come back to you. And I'd love to, you know, what words of wisdom for, for the audience who are thinking about maybe starting their own business or being the future female founders. So let me uh, bring up the stream for us so we can see what's going on. So this is going on right now. What part of the world is this in? Yeah, this is uh, the US, I think. Um, it's a live session on top of Walmart with two influencers. They're doing every live session together and they're bringing their uh, followers to watch them shop live on walmart.com. So they could uh, browse the website. They could show their items uh, via the video and people are asking questions in the chat and buying the items during the live, interacting uh, with the host. I mean, I've, I've got to say, it's duvets, and it's got 500 people watching <laughs> duvets yeah. from, from these yeah. two ladies, which just uh, <laughs> is, is incredible, because they are customers who are tuning in to, to see these ladies talk about um, the, the home, the, uh, I presume it's homeware and, and, and stuff. Yes. And um, they give a lot of like tips and recommendations. And I think that this is something that's very important for us to have authentic recommendations uh, by the creators to the audience. I think that this is, this is what people like, not to have someone to suggest selling them items, but really to get value, to learn stuff, to know which item they should buy, uh, not in a pushy way, but more in a way that they get value through the live session if it's 
um, tips, recommendations, discounts a lot yeah. of times. Um, they could, you know, get um, the opportunity to ask questions and they could also uh, participate in polls. This is an example of a, a game during the live yeah. that people can vote. Uh, which uh, is, that, I, is, that they, is that what they're doing now? We're going to... Yeah. It's which yeah. item was most wanted so far, but to see the live results. I, I remember speaking to a CIO of a, of a, um, a major US re retailer um, who, who five, six years ago was adamant that this couldn't work just by the nature that, you know, population of 270 million people in the US. How would you manage that? How would you create relationships with your brand um, across such a vast a vast community and and right now i can see so how is the community created is this a community that lives with walmart that these two ladies are, are are sort of strong in or is it the ladies community that's coming across to the brand so would they next week be on target.com or how does it work yeah, so um, it's the creator's community and they bring them to the live session Got you. Uh, wherever they shop. Uh, but this is an advantage of what we do at Byways that in addition to the technology we developed of the live session, yeah. we also have the community of the creators. So we try to give an A to Z solution for our clients yeah. that they could uh, just use our uh, Byways Stars host and that way they could, uh, you know, get good hosts that they're, they're already trained, they already uh, were vetted, and they could just go live in no time with the host based on their pre past performance. So it's easier uh, for them to choose because we, we know that not every influencer can be good in live shopping session. Not every influencer can bring traffic to a live shopping session or to have the audience engage or to sell and create a high conversion rates. Yeah. So this is a very big advantage that we have this community of uh, creators that we are working with. It's a so if I wanted to buy that butter holder right now, is, there a, is, there, is this transactive or is this more inf inf information? So can no, no. I buy right now? So uh, this is exactly what uh, happened in the session right now. Once you click on the want button that were on top of the product, yeah. It's added directly to uh, your cart uh, on Walmart. And you could also buy it immediately on the spot. And during the live, still see the lives, still see the video and buy the items. Uh, here you see the want button. So if oh, I see. So, so that yellow um, frame, yes. that yellow is an actual buy button. Yes. Yes. The want oh. button uh, enable you to buy it immediately, to add it to the cart. And also it's, it's saving the items for you for after. So after the session, you get the list of all the items you marked as a one during the live. Uh, you have it saved for you in your phone. You, you must get crazy conversion upsell and cross-sell, right? Because I'm excited just watching this. What type of conversion can retailers expect with this type of solution? Yeah, we're seeing between 10 to 40% conversion rate uh, across uh, verticals. Um, so it's, you know, it's high for e-commerce, benchmark for e-commerce, it's around 2%. So between 10 to 40, it's really uh, incredible. So that I can see there's three parts to, to buy with in terms of you have your influencer community, 
you have the technology and then obviously you have all of the transactional e-commerce elements or the pools part of the technology, but more that sits on the e-commerce website. What, what, what's your sort of major in or do you actually major in all three components for retailers? Yeah, I think that first of all, we are a tech company. We developed a very, very unique uh, technology that is very different uh, from the other companies in the landscape of live commerce. So we have the shop with me experience. We have, um, you know, the registration process with SMSs. So we have a good tech. So first of all, we are a tech company. But the idea of the creators community is to complete the tech and give an added value that enables our clients scale their live shopping activity. So then they have the technology, but they also have the service. And we have team inside our uh, marketing team that are um, specifically experts for influencer marketing. So there are a few people that this is their, their role for BioEat. And this is what they do all day uh, for our clients. Um, exactly like you see here, because uh, we saw that, you know, to select the right host for the session is the key for a successful session. It's yeah. very, very important to have the right host. And what do you see this as a few? I mean, I know you're a software, so you're a software tech business that's doing this. And so therefore you can go into other, other, um, the technology can to migrate into other areas, but just as a, I'm curious with, with all the customers that you speak to, when you look at the future of retail, do you see this as being a, a new economy in terms of the, I know the influencer economy exists, but actually the influencer economy selling, which is very big in China, but not necessarily been as big in, in Western countries. Well, just curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, um, I think that the definitely influencer marketing is one of the strongest um, marketing channel these days for brands and um, you know we see brands that lean most of their marketing um, effort on influencer marketing uh, you see some D2C brands some brands that really grow from the influencer community and did great work like uh, Revolve for instance a huge fashion brand so um, I think that um, it's different from China, definitely, uh, but uh, a lot of, I would say, Gen Z and millennials really consume a product based on influencers' recommendations. Yeah. And there are, um, you know, there are influencers that don't have influence at all, okay? There are some profiles that have a lot of followers, but no one would listen to them. However, you have the other side. You have some influencers that everything that they would say, the followers would, would do. It's yeah. like they're so, they admire these people if it's their style, if it can be even their humor, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. And, and they're living with them. They're literally living and consuming their content. So I think it really depends on what we saw on the influencer profile. Some profiles could be very, very strong, generate, generate a lot of revenue uh, yeah. to the brands, um, bring a lot of people to a live session, and some really won't. And a lot of time we see that it's also in specific niche. So when an influencer have like a niche yeah. in the community, so it's usually stronger. In terms of uh, inclusion, 
and and sort of the range of different diverse um, diverse uh, perspectives that you get. How much are you finding that as a as a as, as a sort of a value to what you're bringing that diversity of influencer? Because obviously Instagram is predominantly um, dominated by female influencers. Um, but I'm just curious: is there is the is it growing across all um, sectors? Yeah. So first of all, I can tell you that for our clients, um, diversity in the host is very, very important. So we are trying to be very diverse and bring influencers from a lot of types. Uh, however, yeah, um, female influencers are more common to find. It's easier to find and to engage with them. Um, we also look for specific criteria in their profile, very high engagement rate, have very high link clicks. It means that they know how to send traffic from social media to outside. And usually we see more female than male. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I, I will be sending you my CV. And uh, if you do want to have, you know, old men uh, acting as influencers, happy to sell any type of product um, on, on any street. <laughs> but anyway, um, moving away from, from if you like, the, the core business and just coming back to you as a, as a female founder and CEO uh, of a business. I did, um, we did have a series where we focused on female founders, you know, the challenges that they've had, the, the lessons that they've learned and, you know, experiences they could share. I was just wondering if it's okay, Adi, if we could just sort of step away from BioWiv for a minute and just talk about in terms of your experience as being a, a female founder and empowering, right? How would we empower the next wave of female founders. Uh, I'd just love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, definitely. This is a topic that is really close to my heart. So um, as a female founder, um, it wasn't easy. I could tell you that um, I gave birth uh, one and a half years ago. Oh. I have a baby. And um, I did it uh, during fundraising for the company. And during signing really important and large deals for the company, and it was beforehand, it was very afraid to to think: Can I do it together? Uh, do I need to choose? You know, uh, between you know a fam family and a baby and the company, because the company all the time was in a good momentum, and I need yeah. to fundraise, and I, you know, and I waited. I waited for a lot of time. And my husband suddenly said, listen, Nadi, we can't wait anymore. We, you know, we need to bring this baby. Um, so, you know, I said, okay, let, let's do that. And then I got a lot of support uh, from my investors saying that um, investors that would join the company would need to understand that this is part of my life. Yeah. And this is part of the reality. And if they can't understand it, they're not the right investors to join BioWid. Yeah. So I got a lot of uh, support from the, the investors and I did it and I'm happy for that. And I think it's a, it sends a very strong message for um, female founders, female business leaders that you could, you don't need to choose between family or being a mom and uh, to uh, start or to own a business. And eventually you can combine. Yeah. It has a price, right? But yeah. you need support. But 
but still it's doable and um, we need to, to believe that we can do that. And I talked back then with other uh, female founders that did really great during few um, uh, pregnancies. So uh, I think that this is very important. And also another thing that I would say that today there are a lot of opportunities for female founders. Uh, for instance, we were part of the New York Fashion Tech Lab program. Right. And, and you... And it's for female founders. It's amazing accelerator that connects startup companies in the fashion world, uh, tech companies to the biggest fashion brands in the US. So you have these opportunities. You have investors that have in their um, you know, criteria to invest in female founders. We got an innovation grant from the Innovation Authority um, also because of that. So it's not, you know, it, you need to have also a good company, a good technology. Yeah. You need to show traction. So it, no one would invest just because you are a female, right? No. But you could leverage the opportunities in the market and use it. So, and this is something that I uh, chose to do. Uh, by the way, I have a male co-founder and I think okay. that, I feel that we complete each other with a lot of stuff. So... Lot of stuff that I'm bringing as a woman, and he, you know, we have this. Um, um, you complement each other. Yes. Yeah. As as I was listening to you, um, you mentioned. Sorry, are you based in the US or you're in Israel? Are you? I'm now in, in Israel, but uh, spending a lot of time in the US as well. And, and by with is uh, where are you headquartered? I, I guess where 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 in the world are you? So we have office in Tel Aviv, but okay. we also have uh, in the US, we have a lot of employees across all country. Um, we also have a UK um, office now. Oh, cool. uh, so we started, uh, yeah, we started to work uh, with the European market recently. And uh, yeah, it's very cool. Okay. Um, just, just going back to in terms of the, when you were talking about your going through your investment and uh, raising capital and, and funding and everything. Are there any key, any key lessons or any key um, learnings that you had during that process that you think? Obviously, the 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 one thing I heard is don't 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 let you know if you want to have a family, have the family. You can do both things at the same time. But are there any specific lessons that you felt um, you didn't know, and if you knew then would really help you now? Or oh, sorry, if you when you were going through there, if someone had told you this, would have made a bit of a difference. Yeah, I think that what I did the entire journey is really use um, advisors. Right. So these advisors really helped me with, you know, um, the entire, like uh, everything that we went through. I all the time, you know, consulted with people. I surrounded myself with people with experience. And uh, this was a very, very good. Um, I think that maybe something that I wasn't that good and now I improved uh, in this was that sometimes you have employees that you bring and they don't deliver enough, yeah. good enough. And I um, gave a lot of opportunities, more time, and I believed in them a lot. And sometimes it's better to cut it faster if you see that someone is not doing great for the company yeah, yeah. Um, and not it uh, doesn't meet the goals 
So you need to cut faster. So for me, it was a lesson that I learned. Yeah. Brilliant. That's fantastic. Well, I'm going to be super respectful with your time. We're, we're um, going over a little bit on, on the time that we allocated uh, for the interview. Addy, thank you so much. Um, for, for taking the time for talk, uh, talking us through it. Uh, the, the website is buywith.com, right? Right, yeah. Brilliant. Um, and then obviously, as you said, you're a global company, so people can find you in, in wherever they are in the world. Definitely, yeah. The Retail Podcast, a global conversation hosted by Alex Rezvan Vienes.